Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. It's a work in progress, but we hope you enjoy it. Hello and good morning, folks. Welcome to The Price is Right. Come on down, Brandon Marsh. Holy cow. <laughs> okay, welcome back to The Price is Right Podcast. You're yelling this morning. Sorry, I'm just excited. <laughs> I'm excited to be with you again. <laughs> um, spring has sprung. S- spring. Spring is, spring is springs. Um... Yeah, we were just talking about how crazy weather in West Michigan yesterday. It's one of the. It's one of my. It's one of the reasons I love spring. Thunderstorms. It's cozy. Are you like a storm chaser? Um, no, but I do love puddle jumping. <laughs> Is that a thing? I mean, for um, kids. Yeah, for kids. But I used to take. I my first car was a '98 Grand Cherokee. And I would, anytime it rained, I would go try to find the biggest puddles I could with it. <laughs> Just drive through <laughs> Just it? Just drive through it. I, I know it's lame, but it's what I love to do. So, um, yeah, everybody was thinking that there were going to be tornadoes yesterday. Obviously, we live that, in West Michigan. Yeah, it's not happening here. Right? I mean, you said it a minute ago, we're not, this, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Dorothy. Or ever. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> yeah, I did not see that tornado that you were talking about, though. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. It ripped through a subdivision, and you could just see it just plucking houses up. It's just a different world. Yeah. Like, we don't... We don't have to worry about no, it. No, I always tell people, like, the dunes, we're not going to have tornadoes here. No. Right? Have you seen uh, water spouts? No. Have you? Yeah. Oh, man. Here? Yeah. Really? Yeah, in high school, we drove by, uh, you know... <laughs> grand haven beach and it was during like a big storm and there's like three water spouts you can see them out on the lake oh really yeah that's pretty awesome yeah i should um i'm gonna have to go storm chasing yeah water spout chasing water spout chasing is that a thing it Maybe? is now okay <laughs> you can go surfing <laughs> um hey if you are uh listening for the first time uh, my name is sam voss and i'm here with brandon marsh brandon marsh um, yeah, we love doing this together, so we hope that you guys enjoy listening with us, um, because regardless of if you're listening or not... We're still doing it. We're still doing it. So, I did want to just touch base um, on why we do do this podcast. Do do. Do do. Ooh. Pew pew. Stinky stinky. <laughs> okay, so, why do we do this podcast? Um, honestly, Brandon came up to me, he was like, we should do a podcast, and I was like... Oh my goodness, I could just embrace you with all my love right now. I love everything you're saying. <laughs> and not um, one hug. And not one hug. Just with We just locked eyes on each other. But um, pretty much uh, we, we just wanted to get together and just talk about life, talk about the automotive industry, talk about price right, honestly talk about small businesses eventually and just kind of highlight some different businesses in the community and things like that. Uh, but another thing that we've been talking about a lot um, is culture and becoming the best versions of ourselves, <clears throat> which I know you highlighted on last week's episode. Do you remember what your big takeaway was? Trying to be good humans. It was trying to be good humans, and you also said money. It was about money. Do you remember? Yeah. What it was it? You can't focus on money. You can't focus on money. So each week we kind of highlight a different thing, and maybe as you kind of go back and search different episodes, you can see the titles of those and what we're highlighting. But last week we did focus a lot of time on what is your driver, what gets you up in the morning, 
Um, so I loved I loved that conversation together, but I'm excited for today. We have a special day today. Special. Special, special day. guest. Special guest. But uh, before we invite that guest in, let's um, touch on what's going on around the dealership really quick. Yeah. Here's what's happening around the dealership. Presented to you by Price Right Auto. Oh. But go ahead. Okay, so what's going on around the dealership, Brandon Marsh? What do you got for me? Uh, beginning of the month, you know. Beginning of the month. Things. Spring break. Spring break. Because spring has. Sprung. Sprung. You're Springed. Right. Yeah, I mean, it is spring break, so if you are down in Florida or you're listening on your way home, we're jealous of you. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it's still 36 degrees this morning up here in West Michigan. But, um, yeah, just uh, getting things rolling. I think the biggest thing that we wanted to highlight was last month. Um, it was a record month. Record. Record. Here at Price Right Auto. Uh, and I think we just want to highlight each department for that. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, kudos to the service department, both in Marne and in Nunica. I know that you guys are doing your best to get through cars as we continue to buy more for the lot. Um, so great job doing that. Would you like to highlight some uh, department? How about marketing? Ooh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, we're not doing much yet, but we're doing our best to learn how to do more. <laughs> um, obviously detail back there you guys are the ones who are making those cars look nice uh so thank you for your hard work uh sales guys obviously the customer experience we appreciate how you guys are just caring for customers and we'll kind of touch on that a little bit when we invite our special guest with us today um but yeah it was a very <coughs> exciting month um here and um yeah, we're just excited about what's going on around the dealership, and uh, we're kind of flying through it this morning because we just are excited to have a special guest with us. Um, but, yeah, you got anything else around the dealership you want to touch on? Nothing nothing crazy, nothing new going on. We're just trying to keep new. on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Big uh, That building is going up across the street pretty fast. Yeah, it's... Uh pretty large it is pretty large so midwest has a big uh expansion going on right now there are tire wheel accessory golf cart lift kits and more <laughs> rust proofing yeah. soundproofing interior protection and undercoating more. undercoating and more yeah they do it all across the street the boys at midwest so with that being said here's a little word from the boys from midwest wah, wah, wah. thanks for listening to today's podcast Brought to you by Price Right Auto and Midwest Truck and Tire. Midwest Truck and Tire for all your tires, accessories, and wheels. Midwest Truck and Tire is now proud to offer rust proofing, sound proofing, exterior, and interior protection. Give us a call today and let's get you back on the road or even upgrade your ride. Back to today's podcast. Okay, so, um, like we said, we have a very special guest with us today. Super special. Super special. No, thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, welcome in, Mr. Austin Snyder. Well, thanks for having me. Hey, we love that you're here. We love that you're here. Um, Austin, is, <laughs> we love that you're here. Austin uh, is our sales and F&I manager here at our Nunica location. 
Um, so Austin, we are going to get to know you, but we want to get to know you, Brandon Marsh and Sam Voss style. All right. Ooh, Rapid fire. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do Drum it. Drum roll, please, Mr. Marsh. Cut. Perfect. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Favorite car? Favorite car? Uh, Ford Raptor. Mm, okay. yeah, Why? It's a truck. I don't know. I just have always liked the truck. I think the... Uh, okay, so I, w I used to work at a Ford dealership, and we used to sell like the SCAs and the Shelbys and things like that. And uh, I just, I don't know, I'm a truck guy, and I just think that they're nice looking trucks. I get it. I mean, they're super popular around here. I've se I see them everywhere, which yeah. makes me want one more. Which is crazy because they are super expensive. Oh yeah, 180,000 for like a really nice one. Yeah, 180. Oh yeah, yeah. You can what? get these nice like the Baja Raptor editions are like 180 grand. They're crazy. Probably Holy more cow. with the markup in the new car industry right now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're Sam Voss, you can get something like yeah. that. Stop. Stop. If you got clear <laughs> glasses on, you know Ooh, clear you're on glasses another level. With a bunch of scratches from a three-year-old. Is that so you can look out from the side and still see? Like, are yes. they prescription frames? Yeah, they're real. Oh, okay. I mean, All right. did blind. you know he has a pool? You have a pool? I do have a pool. At the new house. Hey, you're supposed to be jumping into the next rapid. I'm ready. I'm ready for me. the next one. Let's go. Your turn, brother. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream? There's only one correct answer. Ooh, all right. Moose tracks. Mine no. too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's yours? Medium twist. Okay. I mean, that's a good... I okay. mean, Me, He gives the size. A size. <laughs> medium, <laughs> medium twist. <laughs> you don't go you small, don't want you much. don't go large. I mean, oh. a, twist, twist. a twist is a good fallback. I yeah, think. I would agree. Soft yeah. serve. Okay. And finally, favorite season of the year? Uh, fall. Fall. Mm -hmm. Hunting okay. season, uh, the weather, it's all great. All right. So now I have a question for you, which right. I already kind of know the answers to. Let's hear it. Basically, tell me where you've come from, what led you here. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I've probably been in the sales industry for about 10 years now. Um, I first started selling stuff when i was in high school at uh gander mountain uh, back when gander mountain exist now it's uh camping world i think they got bought out but um big outdoors guy love the hunting and fishing and camping uh so started in the outdoor like sales and the firearm sales and uh, outdoor products and fishing stuff and really liked it uh, they were looking at getting bought out so i left there and went to um planet power sports in Coldwater, michigan and that was my first like hands-on customer like product selling. Mm. Uh, we sold side by sides, four wheelers, motorcycles, uh, snowmobiles, jet skis, all of that stuff. And that that directly correlated with who I was as an individual. Like like likes the outdoors, likes to help people. Uh, so that was like my first like actual sales job, and I loved it there. Um, moving more into the sales, I got an opportunity to go work for a Ford dealership in Hillsdale, um, and I went and worked there for a while. Uh, that was more of a tougher experience for me. That was my first car, like, job, selling mm -hmm. cars. And they're a really big dealership, and there's 12 salesmen there. Yeah. Um, and so totally that, different between, totally like, different. power sports to cars. Yeah, night like, and day is the different. client clientele different? Oh, yeah. I mean, so you, you think about cars, and people need cars, right? So you're selling these cars to people who, who need something to get to work or to drive around or go yeah. to their appointments. Not like necessarily that. their too excited about it Correct. It's, a, it's a need not a want yeah and some people it's a want you know when they when they buy like a corvette or you know like the fancy cars and stuff but uh most people it's it's uh it's a need but then selling power sports 
you're selling things that people don't need. And some people, you know, these diehard power sports fans, they might they might think that they need it, mm-hmm. but to a bank, you right. know, they don't see it that way. So it's selling a product to somebody who probably knows more about the product than you because they're an enthusiast and they've been doing it their entire life. Mm. Uh, so yeah, night and day different experience. Um, so after the Ford dealership, um, I left there and uh, got an opportunity to go be a finance manager at a, a Buick GMC dealership. Um, so I went and worked there for a while, and then COVID kind of started happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm from the southern part of the state. My wife's family is from this uh, side of the state. So we decided, you know, COVID was happening. Let's bite the bullet and move up here, which it did. Can't you know, beat West Michigan. Can't beat can't it. Beat I tell it. you, it, it's probably can't one of the greatest things I've ever done. Ooh. The people are nicer. Thank you. Believe it or not. Like, hey, thanks for saying everybody, everybody holds the door Sam's for you. Nice. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's a different experience. You're down there. That's it's... why Brandon Marsh is on podcast every week, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different experience because, like, everybody holds the door open for you. Everybody, you know, smiles at you. Everyone's friendly, and, mm-hmm. and there's so much to do up here. Down there, it's rural community farmland. It's the good old boy, like. So I got to point something out. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people here that probably think you're in your 40s. I feel like I'm in my 40s, but I'm really not. I'm only 26. So super young. Young yeah. guy. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, sometimes I forget how young I am because I had to grow up so quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And I had a kid at a young age. Uh, my wife and I, we have a total of three children uh, now. Mm-hmm. So we have a family. And, uh, yeah, we had to grow up really quick. So. Do you think having kids made you grow up that <clears throat> much quicker? Or have you always kind of been, like, the leadership role? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think, I think I've always kind of been in a leadership role. But I think it definitely helped me grow up quicker. Uh, I never had time to go and party and do mm-hmm. all of the party things, you know, in your your you know young teenage years. Like uh, Brandon Marsh. Yeah, like Brandon Marsh. <laughs> I didn't get to do any of that. <laughs> He's still living it up kid free right now. So uh, forever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think I think it did help uh, help me grow up a little bit, and uh, I wouldn't change it mm. because now I see it as you know I'm going to be forty. And my kids are all going to be 18. Right. So now what do I do with the rest of my life? Now I get to really experience it uh, when I'm grown up and more mature mm-hmm. and maybe I'm more financially responsible and able to do some of the cooler things like travel travel around the world, go see some cool things, do some cool stuff. So I'm excited about it. Uh, if I had to go back and do it all over again, uh, I don't know what I would do. Mm. So, But well, yeah, I would good, say it. because you can't. It, yeah. I can't. You're right. So um, I love that. And I think... Um, Obviously, we love that you're up here with us today, and we love we love working with you, but I think you are, I mean, even when you got here, like, it was very clear, like, you wanted to take the reins, um, which is not a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. I just, and it's probably because of your, your last experience, too, because te- from- Multiple experiences. Yeah. yeah. And out of COVID, you started working at Babbitt's. Correct. Yep. So, I, I did go work for Babbitt's. I started there as a salesman, uh, worked my way up to assistant sales manager, and then took over as sales manager. Um, and then from there came directly here. So that was where I was prior to here. Um, and, and again, had some more leadership roles and some abilities there, mm-hmm. um, you know, from other past experiences and from this. And um, of course, I have uh, experience um, in the law enforcement and, and medical side of things, too. Uh, I was an explorer at the state police. I was going to become a, a, a sworn in police officer and then decided to change paths. And that's when I got into selling. Um, just because of what was going on in the world, mm-hmm. what I was seeing, yeah. um, it just wasn't the right fit for me, but I loved doing it. Um, and then what became uh, an EMT, 
and did some stuff on the medical side of things and then it mm-hmm. still was like i want to help people but i don't know if i can do this every day yeah um so then i got into to sales and this is a way for me to help people get what they want and to help change and impact people's lives because when you buy a car it's just like buying a house you know just not as big you know a car to most people unless it's that raptor unless it's the raptor it's 180 grand um to most people a car is your second biggest purchase in your life the Mm. house being number one and a car being number two some of these cars go for 50 60 grand right and you could buy yeah used right um you know and, and that doesn't help that the market's inflated right now so everything costs more but um but i think being able to help people go onto this journey into their life in, in buying cars or upgrading to a new car. People get excited when they buy a car because it's awake. I mean, because you're, you're probably in your car more than you are your house, I would assume, mm-hmm. if you're working and traveling and vacationing and stuff like that. Especially so, in sales. Yeah, exactly. So um, I found this to be very <clears throat> eye-opening and a way for me to help people. And that's what keeps me in this industry and keeps me driving and going. Yeah, so. I love that. So with that... Um Okay, now that you've shared a little bit about your experience with how you've gotten here, um, I know you and I talked yesterday for a little bit already on a couple of these things, not even planning for today, just we were talking about, I went into your office and I said, hey, just got a question for you. What makes us different, right? So with that being said, I know you talked about a lot of different things yesterday, and Mm -hmm. this is not a chance for us to say, hey, look how amazing Price Right Auto is. (laughs) But this is a chance for us to say, I mean, the three of us are up here at 6 a.m. on a thursday morning because well i can tell you why i do it i love working here and i love working with good people so maybe i'm expressing my love for you guys but there is a that's really there is a different environment here right and i think that's true for customers too so with that being said tell me a little bit about what you think makes price right different and maybe why this work environment is different than other places you've worked at before yeah so when we talked yesterday um you know, I've been at a couple of different dealerships, so I've seen, you know, car dealerships, I've seen power sports dealerships, and I've seen uh, how different customers interact with some places. Power sports customers are very unique because they're always deal driven, right? It's yeah. how can I get the best deal? Where can I get, where can I save the money? Brandon, I know you have some experience in this because you also are a power sports enthusiast too. You have motorcycles. Or- For sure. Yeah. I actually know Ryder. Yeah, Ryder Storms. Uh, which we just hired as a salesman. He came from Babbitt's. So he, he had some of that experiences too. So seeing how customers interact with dealerships where it's, it's hey, how can I get the best deal um, to more of a coming here where it's it's an atmosphere and it's different where, where a customer comes in and they, they don't just buy a car, but they buy an experience from us and they buy a lifelong relationship. I mean, I think we get more repeat and referral business than we do new business here which is insane um which tells you that what we're doing is working i think that you know a customer to us is more than just a number you know we have goals we have to meet right Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day we don't see them as a check you know to put on a checkbox we see them as an individual we can help them guide them on their journey um and i think that's what that's what makes us different and ultimately helping people because we've touched on this before correct if you do good by people your business is going to do well. Right. You know, you have people that are on the bus that are willing to put the work in mm-hmm. and help those customers. My favorite phrase. And that's why what you said is so true, how people, you know, are repeats versus new. 
you know, we have so many repeat customers mm -hmm. and that's just like you said, unheard of, especially at a dealership, oh, yeah. you know, some right. people might, you know, buy a new car, have a bad experience. You'll never see them again. Correct. And, and, and so we've helped, we've had the opportunity since I've been here at least to help people who uh, maybe are in a bad credit situation who we help them establish credit or, or maybe they're a new buyer and they don't have any credit. So we help them get out of that situation and we've had them already come back a year later saying, Hey, you guys helped me in my credit situation. Mm -hmm. Hey, you guys helped me get credit. Now I'm ready to, to, to buy my next car. Maybe this is the car that I've always been wanting. Yeah. And so they come back and tell us that like the reason why I'm back here is because you guys helped me when no one else would, mm -hmm. you know, I get that all the time. A customer comes in and says, Hey, I went to six different dealerships and nobody would help me get a loan but I got a loan here, no problem. Mm. And I think that's cool because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of car dealerships, I think it is true where people, people go there and they treat you like a, like another number, yeah. not to bash other car dealerships, but I think that's just how it works out there. And being at a place where it doesn't, yeah. push that on their employees to do that to their right. customers is, like is if they're not different. gonna buy the car, it's yeah. like, I'll find someone else. So they don't right. really care where it's here. I mean, you especially, I mean, when you do the finance process, there's Correct. literally a monitor that faces the customer. Right. Yeah. So I, they can see what's, what the process is like. So there's no, nothing hidden. Yeah. Right? It's very, we're very uh, straightforward here where we, we tell customers, you know, how the process works and, um, you know, how interest works and how financing works and how this is going to affect them or, Hey, yeah. this isn't a good interest rate, but this is going to get you to where you need to be in a year. So this mm -hmm. is what you should be doing. And so, that's the honesty. That's yeah. awesome. Cause I can tell you from experience, a lot of the new dealers, which again, we try not to pick on them, mm -hmm. but you know, it is what it is. So they will be like, Hey, we'll finance you. And then the, the customer doesn't know the interest rate. Well, then they're paying on a car for six, seven years right. that's already got over 100,000 miles mm -hmm. and they're paying 17% or something astronomical and they have no idea until they get their first payment. And then yeah. they're stunned at the first payment. Yeah, and, I, and I, I think we see that here even. We have people come and say, hey, I bought this car from you know XYZ dealership and I want to trade it in. And because they've been making their payments for a year, all of those payments they've been making is just interest. And so now they're so upside down on their trade uh, that they're in a bad situation. And they didn't know that they were putting themselves in a bad situation. I think it's just because it's always been industry standard just to sell, some, sell somebody a car. Right. Yeah. And no not matter inform them. How. Yeah. yeah. Right. And one of the things that I know, sorry to lean in on you, we, we're working with two mics That's today. That's okay. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I know Austin does that I love is you will tell customers, hey, this is a bad loan. Correct. Right. Yeah. And I think that is another thing that makes us different, right? Sometimes uh, in any in any retail industry, mm -hmm. right, in any retail business, it's, hey, I just need to get this sold, right? Correct. Where we try to focus more on, hey, we do we want to sell cars? Absolutely. Absolutely we do, right? But we also want to be able to be taking care of our community, right? Yeah. So, and I think that's the biggest thing, right? And it's the thing that we've been hitting on a lot on this podcast, right? How do we become better versions of ourselves? How do we leave a mark on our community? Um, and I know we're going to touch on that here in a little bit, but we do love um, having you on. Um, and we, we'd love to invite you to be on for the rest of the, sh the show today. Oh, I would, I would love that. <gasps> yeah. You would? It's always been my dream to be oh, on this podcast. Oh, stop, stop. <laughs> okay, well, with that being said, let's get to our employee highlight of the day. It's time for the owner highlight of the week. 
where the owners choose one employee each week going above and beyond for the company. Enjoy. You deserve it. All right, um, so um, each week we highlight a different employee of the week. So Brandon Marsh, who's our highlight today? Our boy, Robbie Reens. Robert Reens. That's, that's right. And Robert Reens, what does he do here again? Body shop manager I know, I was extraordinaire. Just, I was just testing you. I was joking you. <laughs> okay, so um, our very own Mr. Chris Stuyvesant, the owner, um, along with his sister Holly, um, Chris offices here at our Nunica location, so he had this to say about Mr. Robert Reens. Uh, Rob is our body shop manager at Price Right Auto. When hiring our body shop manager, we were very unsure of exactly what direction we wanted to go in the beginning. After some thought, we wrote down all the characteristics that we were looking for. We wanted a go-getter, someone smart, but most of all, we wanted someone who could lead that department. Often, I have been questioned or even criticized for who we hire and why. Comments like, why would you bring in a guy with zero automotive experience? Rob is another shining example of why not every position requires previous experience. Rob does it all and does it every day with a positive attitude and with a bigger vision in mind. He is a great leader of his team. Rob went from zero experience to a guy who handles all of the body shop scheduling, workflow for both customer and inventory, parts ordering, estimating, invoicing, pay plans, process implementation, and truly has helped take the body shop to the next level. I truly believe that he cares about his team and he cares about the company. I know everyone who works directly with him truly knows the value that he has brought to Price Right Auto. Yeah, Rob, I tell you what, man, when I when I started here, we had somebody different as our body shop manager, and Rob, Rob really came in and changed everything. I mean, I think we all see that. He's helped my department out tremendously, uh, night and day differently than what we had mm. before. There's a sense of urgency. He's kind. He's respectful. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and he's a great leader. Uh, and I think that's more important than knowing somebody who's always been in the body industry or, or something along those sides. Because a lot of times you get people who have experience from other dealerships. And what's the saying? It's, uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes. Mm. And I think you guys have talked about that on other podcasts, too, is sometimes it's better to hire somebody with no experience than it is to hire somebody with all the yeah, experience. You can kind of mold them Correct. into mm-hmm. what you believe to be a good leader, a good manager. And Rob is a perfect example Shining. of that. Yeah. He's example. flexible. Shiny. Mm-hmm. Shiny. 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 Are you making a joke about his bald head? <laughs> that was not a joke, but that's a good one. <laughs> shots fired, Rob. Austin's taking shots at you, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Um, hey, every week we do say this too. You can join in the fun uh, for an employee highlight. So right now we're doing an owner highlight every week. So that one was uh, brought to you by Chris um, Stuyvesant. However, we'd love to do some highlights from you. Uh, whether you're an employee here at Price Right Auto, whether you are a customer who had a great experience, you can email hr at pricerightauto.org, and we would love to share that on the show. So with that being said, Rob, we love you, but it is time to move on to my favorite segment of the day. And Austin's here to help me. We'll see. <laughs> or I'll get it first shot. Stumping Brandon Marsh. Can they stump him with this week's riddle? No. Okay, so... Yeah, um, green jumpsuit and everything. We are on to my favorite segment of the day, which is can we stump Brandon Marsh? So, Brandon, just a heads up, not to embarrass you, but this is 101 riddles for kids. (laughs) 
Oh no! <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do so bad. Okay. Um, I'm tall when I'm young, and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? I'll read it again for you. <laughs> I'm tall when I'm young, and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? I mean, people. <laughs> you do get short. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, but that's not the correct answer. Okay, the correct answer is a candle. Um. Uh, Here's another one. I'll only do two today. That's. I think you. I, I think, can only handle. I think the you're gonna get this so one. Much. Don't answer. Do not answer quickly. Okay. Think before you answer. I always answer slow. What month of the year has 28 days? What month of the year has 28 days? One month? What month of the year has 28 days? All of them. Oh, geez, oh, <laughs> See, I've heard that one before. That was good, huh? That was oh, good. Yeah, gosh. I tried. I need to, like, <clears throat> get on some form of TikTok or something where it just shows well, all these riddles. If you want, maybe <laughs> next week you can give me a riddle. And if you get it, it still I'm can be we. The segment is still can we stump Brandon Marsh? Yeah. <clears throat> Frog in my throat. <clears throat> I feel like we've been struggling with that this morning for everybody. We have, but that's okay. Um, okay, so we do want to end today's podcast a little bit differently um, than we've ended it in the past. So today is East. Today is not Easter, but this weekend is <laughs> Easter. Um, and when this podcast was released, is Good Friday. Um, and so with that being said, we wanted to share a couple of things, which we'll get into, but pretty much one of the things that we've been focusing on here at Price Right Auto is how do we define what our mission and what our purpose is? Um, and it took us a little bit to, uh, to identify that. And a lot of that was because we were like, well, we're in the automotive industry, but we care about people. We want to leave a mark on our community. Uh, so what does that look like? So we kind of use this question to identify what our purpose actually is, which is what would the world lose? If Price Right Auto closed tomorrow. So, Brandon Marsh, can you read our purpose for us? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Basically, our purpose here is to exceed every expectation for every employee and customer who walks through the, our doors. We strive to use all that God has given us to positively impact our communities and those who cross our path. That's right. And I think even as we've talked to Austin today, um, as I mean, I think the three of us can attest that working here uh we do do our best do do we do do our best to do our best every single day yeah you know we do um and so we do do i think it's something that we that we need to uh keep keep pushing on chris actually sent me a video the other night maybe he sent it to you guys too is kobe bryant and he said what if every single day you try to be better every day think about five years from now 10 years from now 15 20 25 right if every day you're striving to become better think about how much better you're going to be not just in your trait, but as a human being. Right. Right. And so it is Easter weekend. Um, so we just wanted to end the episode, like I said, a little bit differently today. And like I said, we're all doing our best to become better versions of ourselves. And one person who we can look at as an example is Jesus. So whether you're a Christian or not, we can all agree that the life that Jesus lived is inspiring and that he is someone that we can all strive to be more like. Uh, we hope that this little segment... Um, this little talk, this little whatever you'd like to call it. Chat. Chat. Uh, challenges you. Um, and we hope to see you back here next week. So thanks so much for being here with us and enjoy this little segment. But before we jump into that, we always like to say goodbye. 
Now we love so long. Farewell. Farewell. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Peace out. Alright, so this is a little different. <laughs> um, I'm sitting here uh, on a Wednesday morning just preparing for my day and thought uh, I really wanted to do this. I wanted just to jump on here and just kind of talk about Easter a little bit. You know, this Friday is Good Friday and this Sunday is Easter and although we are not a church or a non-profit or anything like that, um, Christianity, relationship with Jesus is something that a lot of us hold near and dear to our hearts and that we would say is part of our identity or what defines us. So um, being that it is Easter, I just wanted to kind of jump on um, and share a little bit about what that might mean. So being that we're in the season of Easter, um, what that really means is we are in the season of Lent. And what Lent is, is a preparation uh, for Easter. It's us saying, hey, we have missed the mark. I myself am not good enough, but I rely on my Lord and Savior who gives me life. Now, maybe you're not a Christian or maybe you don't believe in Jesus and uh, you're like, okay, I'm going to stop listening. I would tell you to wait, hold on a second. Not because I'm trying to convince you of Jesus or convince you of what Christianity is, but I want to still define and talk a little bit about Lent, um, because I think it's a season where regardless of our religious belief, it's a season that we can all dive into, it's a season that we can all acknowledge, and it's a season that we can all celebrate. And um, what I mean by that is this, so oftentimes in religious circles or in, in Christianity, we celebrate Lent as the preparation for Easter, the preparation that Jesus is going to die raised to life again, and that is what gives me a purpose, life, eternal life, um, all those kind of things. Well, equally, we can see that the season of Lent is a season where we can prepare for something that maybe we are uh, looking forward to. Um, an another person once said, Lent is a season of waiting, and I love that. Because oftentimes in today's world, waiting can be one of the most difficult things for us to do, right? We live in a society where we want it now. Instant gratification. It's at our fingertips. It's on our phones. It's We go to the cupboard to get food. We go upstairs to go to bed. Everything we need in life, oftentimes, we can get at a moment's notice. Well, there are things in our life where... Uh, we need to learn to be a little more patient, or we need to learn to prepare to become better at. Um, some examples for you, maybe. So maybe you're in a season of being patient where you are waiting for something. You're waiting for uh, promotion, or you're waiting for uh, your, your wife and you to get pregnant, or you're waiting for the next uh, stage in your child's life. What Maybe they're crawling right now and you're looking forward to the day where they learn to walk and run and shoot hoops and all those kind of things. It's all good things, but it's still a season of waiting and it's still a season of being patient. And what I mean by being patient is this. Stop looking forward to the future and start living in the moment or in, in the present. My wife always tells me, Sam, you always live in the future. And I can't disagree with her. 
<laughs> because she's my wife and she's often or all the time she's right and that's why i love her because she helps guide me and direct me and kind of uh help me process things but what what she's trying to say is hey i know that you're excited for all these things that are going to happen right moving into a new home or our children growing up or you know things going on at work and and all these things it's all things that i'm really excited about that are coming down the line and she said hey do not forget to be present in the moment that you are in. And so maybe for you, the season of Lent is a season where you need to slow down. <sighs> right, I just took a deep breath. Maybe you need to take a deep breath in the season you're at and say, hey, I'm grateful and I'm thankful for what's going on right now. Or maybe you need to take a deep breath and say, hey man, my situation right now is not ideal. It's not something that I enjoy. It's not something that I like. It's something that I'm ashamed of. But the reality is that you're still in that season. There's still something that you can learn uh, in the season that you're in, right? So oftentimes, in as a Christian, I would say God is still teaching us something in a season that's difficult or in a season of waiting. The second thing is, what can we prepare for, right? Oftentimes, like I said, being as a season of Lent, we are preparing for the death and resurrection of Jesus, we're preparing that he hung on a cross and three days later he rose again, back to life, defeated death, defeated sin, and now I have hope and I have a future and I have life because of that. Well, maybe for you, you're not in a place where you believe all those things. I still believe that there are things and principles that we can learn from Lent. And I know I've said this before already in the last five minutes. But what are you preparing for? If you're not preparing for the death, the resurrection of Jesus, maybe you're preparing for a new season of life that you're entering into, right? Maybe you're preparing for the future and what that, that holds. Still don't miss the moment that you're in, but it's still a season of preparing as well. And it's a season of being patient. So as we continue to look forward to Easter, which is just around the corner, I do want to challenge us to say, hey, where are we missing the mark, right? I kind of started this little five-minute thing by saying, oftentimes we miss the mark, and that's why Easter is so important for us, because without Easter, we would continually miss the mark of what Jesus has called us to be. But because of Jesus, we have a target, and the target's easy, right? John 3.16 says, for whoever believes in me will have eternal life. I love this because... Um, it, there's not a report card. There's not a certification. There's not a test that you need to take <laughs> to uh, be able to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So Jesus is hanging on the cross. This is on Good Friday. He's hanging on a cross, and uh, one of the criminals who hung hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself. Uh, so this is Luke 23, if you're wondering. But the other criminal who was next to him rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then the criminal said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Here's why I think this is one of the most pivotal and important moments in the Easter story or in the season of Lent. This is four verses from the Bible. 
And these four verses encompass all of who Jesus is. One person is saying, hey, why are you doing what you're doing? The next guy says, hey, Jesus, please remember me when you come into your kingdom. Because as I look back on my life, I see that maybe I missed the mark and I fell short of becoming the best version of myself. Would you remember me as you go into your kingdom today? And Jesus answers him, like I said, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It's a moment in history where, boom, all of a sudden, this person admits that, hey, I have fallen short. Hey, I have missed the mark on my life. I've let my family down. I've let my coworkers down. I've let my community down in moments. And I think we all feel that. We all feel like, man, as a dad, I missed the mark today. Man, as a mom, I, I fell short today. Man, as a coworker, I didn't get everything done today. Or man, as a friend, I didn't reach out and I wasn't there for my friend. Go on and on and on and on and on. The point is, we all miss the mark. And in this moment in time, this person realizes, this criminal realizes, who is hanging on a cross because of what he's done. So this is not just like a lying, cheating thing. This is a a murderer. This is somebody in their society who, who he has completely missed the mark. And they're saying, because of what you've done, we are going to, to kill you, essentially. And he says, wow, I have fallen short. Jesus, please remember me. Jesus says, truly, I will remember you and you will be with me in paradise. See, it didn't take a certain amount of time, right? Jesus didn't answer and say, well, actually, it's going to take you 40 days and you got to go through this program and you got to do all these different things. No, Jesus says, hey, if you can admit that you have fallen short, that you have missed the mark on your life and that without a greater purpose, you are not able to fulfill your duty or your full potential here on earth, then you can have a relationship with me, right? If you can just admit that, that you missed the mark at times. And so I love this because in a moment in time when these two, these three people are hanging on crosses waiting for their bodies to shut down, it's in this moment where Jesus says, hey, today you will be with me in paradise. And so for you in the season of Lent or the season of Easter, maybe it's a season where you need to say, where am I missing the mark? And maybe, I mean, I this is not a devotional. This is not a chance for me to try to bait and switch you. But maybe it's a season where you start to explore who Jesus is. You start to explore the Easter story. You start to explore having a relationship with somebody who can give you a greater purpose. Because we all miss the mark. I do every day. You do every day. Sorry to call you out. (laughs) We all do every day. And so as we look forward to Easter, let us remember that we have all missed the mark, that we are all trying to become better versions of ourselves, and that in order for us to truly have purpose, life, and everlasting life, it takes something greater. And that person is Jesus. So uh, I just wanted to share a little bit about that today. Um... I know I've, I've kind of been on a little bit of a rant now, but I always get super excited for this time of year because we've been in the season of Lent now for approximately 40 days. And so it's been a season of noticing where am I falling short? Where do I need to be patient? Where do I need to be more present? Um, and it's also been a season of saying, man, I need to lean in to my greater purpose more than I do. So thanks for listening, and uh, I hope we get to do this again soon.